It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insights, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. And welcome to another episode. And uh, I am so excited and uh, trying to get the band to shut down. Okay, guys, unplug. So, um, this is, uh, this is uh, something I've been waiting for for a long time. I got a really special guest on tonight uh, by the name of Trav Bell. And if you are into bucket listing and if you are into living life to the fullest, you know who Trav Bell is. If you don't, you're going to know in about a minute. So this is exciting. I, I don't know if you know what a bucket list is, but it's all the things that you want to do before you die or before you kick the bucket. So Trav has been traveling the world and is the world's number one bucket list expert. So he's the self-appointed bucket listologist. And uh, Trav has a special superpower. He helps people live their bucket list before it's too late. And we don't want to talk too much about what too late means, but you know what I'm talking about. He has um, a real tangible life plan that he'll uh, tell us about. And um, and a career plan and a life plan, and, and we're going to really get it to turn around for you. And uh, as you'll see, no one practices what they preach more than Trav. He's a crazy globe-trotting adventurist. It's contagious. He's hilarious. He's fresh. He's the author of the book, My Bucket List. It's a blueprint. Um, and also, he is a TED Talk expert, and he is a thought leader, globally recognized professional speaker, speaking at a place near you. And uh, he has a, a whole tribe of people who are helping him on the mission to help 10 million people tick it before you kick it. So prepare yourself to become a bucket lister. More than that, Trav also owned and operated a franchise. He founded a franchise in personal training in Australia. He's actually on the line now from Melbourne area in Australia. So Trav, are you there? Oh, that is the best introduction that I think I wrote from memory, Tom. So, <laughs> so well done to the writers. And, Tom, I am super stoked to be on your show today, mate. Oh, thank you. This is um, an honor and, and a blessing for me. Just so excited to have you on. And, um, you know, I've been watching your videos. I watched the TED Talk many times even before I really knew I was going to get you on the podcast, it took months to get this hap to happen. Um, so I just wanted to kind of get right into it. So, you know, tell me a little bit more about, you know, this whole bucket list thing. I mean, how did this happen? Um, was there a traumatic incident where you said, oh, man, I got to wake up and, like, do my life stuff? Kind of, yeah. It's funny because... You know, these there's always you know confusion before clarity or breakdown before breakthrough, as we say in personal development circles. And for me, I went through a bout of depression. When I look back on it and comparing to other people who have heard on my journey as the bucket list guy, it wasn't even a you know a comparison. But instead of going into like on like medication, because that scared the hell out of me. Um, I went into personal development and thought to myself, all right, well, if I keep investing in in seminars and, and books and everything, so every weekend, every waking moment, I, I lived and breathed, you know, life coaching, 
uh, personal yeah. development, self-help, and, and just poured myself into it. And then it was actually one of the one of my friends who was sitting alongside of me at one of these seminars. He said, "Why don't you're at these things all the time? You know what's going on? Why don't you teach this stuff?" And then it helped me sort of compartmentalize what I was kind of going through. I was in a pretty sad place at the time, and this is after uh, I, I shut down my previous business and I was kind of lost and I then went, all right, well, I'll put on a seminar, I'll teach this stuff, I'll pay it forward and I put on a very ordinary, <laughs> very crappy um, seminar with about 40 people in the room, started, you know, I, it was embarrassing to, to even like look back on it and what I called it but I managed to get 40 people in the room, I nearly had to pay them to be there even my mum and dad at the time were, you know, like, what the hell's he doing now? You know, because I've been a serial entrepreneur my whole life and it was about halfway through this motivation talk that I gave that I started talking about my list to do before I died. The, I'd had one all written down since I was 18. It was always my thing for getting me up out of bed in the morning. I call it my things to do before my die, before I die list and then, I said to the room, all right, well, who else has got one of these lists? You know, these are mixed up entrepreneurs, intrapreneurs, and uh, everyone in between. And I was the only freak in the room. And I said, well, what? why are you earning money? Why are you in business? What motivates you to get up out of bed in the morning? Quite commonly, it's, you know, pay off the house, put the kids through school and do a bit of travel when I'm older, you know, and probably sicker. So I said, what do you want to do? And then the room came alive and a, a crappy seminar went to a not-so-crappy seminar and right at the end of it, someone said, how's all this list to do before you die stuff? It's really got people fired up. It's like a bucket list. You're like the bucket list guy. I went, ah. Oh. And the light bulb went on, mate, and I went home that night and registered the domain thebucketlistguy.com and here we are. That is so cool. So user-generated content. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting start. You know, it, it's so funny how life happens. You know, you don't, it always comes out of left field. People are always searching for what they want, and they don't find it until they stop searching, I think, is, is what happens a lot of times. True, true. And, and it really did. And, and I had no idea how I was going to monetize this. I, I have no fear around public speaking. So for me, I knew I was going to be doing some speaking and I, and I come from a personal fitness training background where I was coaching people one-on-one with, around their fitness. But this way I could coach one-to-many via the stage and help them in all areas of their life. So that really hit home, you know, really hit my values and what I wanted to put out in the world. And I want to play a bigger game and help more people and... For me, speaking was that thing and, and I started speaking. People started to come to events that I put on. I've got some absolute horror stories of how it didn't go well um, but some the reverse of that, I've got some absolute amazing stories of when it really went well and where we've really changed lives since. But at the start, I had no idea how I was going to monetize it. Yeah, that and that always – I think that's the biggest challenge for a lot of people, especially speakers – don't know what to do uh, to make a couple of bucks to make it happen. I think, um, you know, I think you're, you're 
really your message is just profound and and I just absolutely love it. I want to ask you what the difference is between the to-do list and the bucket list. You explained that a little bit in your um, TED Talk, and I want to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, look, uh, for most people, our bucket lists are swimming up in their their brain with their to-do list. You know, very few people take the time out of their life to work on their life and document all the things that they want to do in their in their life. Um, it's only until, like the movie, mate, it's only until something traumatic or dramatic happens in their life that they reprioritise their to-do list from their bucket list. But, you know, because they're swimming up there around, I guess which one gets done first on a day-to-day basis, and that's their to-do list. And, again, it's not until people get given a use-by date that they reprioritise in a heartbeat. My job and our bucket list coach's job now around the world is to effectively help people extract and then articulate, you know, their personally meaningful and holistic bucket list, write it down, create it, action it before they get any such use by date. That's our mission, quite simply. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I always have the question of, okay, I write my bucket list. I want to, you know, climb Mount Everest and I want to go to Burning Man and, you know, I want to do all this stuff. But how do I get it off the page and make it happen? What's like the first step? Look, you've got to take time out of your life to work on your life, as I've always said. And people have to, like, just just take time out, you know, but we live in a world where we're busy being busy for busyness sake. It, it's, it's a really bad excuse. Uh, you know, I've had people turn around and say, oh, no, I'll, you know, I'll, yeah, bucket list, that's all cool, but you know, I'll, I'll write some stuff down. I've got a bucket list in my head. And, look, the majority of people, I've spoken all around the world and we've got coaches now all around the world, and people just simply don't take time out. Look, Get an accountability partner. Go on to my TED Talk. You know, they can go onto my website, which I'm sure we'll talk about, and download the My Bucket List Blueprint. It's a piece of intellectual property that I created um, years ago. It's helped so many people, and it's an acronym for how to write a personally meaningful and holistic bucket list. We've got to extract and articulate this thing, and it's not just about travel. That's one of the 12 steps it sounds a little bit like aa but it's a 12 step kind of acronym that um that really helps people flesh these ideas out and when i speak to groups i unpack this and it gets people thinking people leave my seminars going what the hell i don't know where to start what the but the thing is, we need to take that get that quiet quiet time that me time but I'd suggest doing this with your family, doing it with your work colleagues, doing it with someone that can hold you accountable. And um, even after doing, you know, releasing it out into the wild, this, this My Bucket List blueprint and doing the TED Talk around it, I have people coming back to me because of the talk, because of one of your seminars, because of, because of the, the download video that, that I've got, now I'm doing this. And that just 
you know, makes my life so full. So it's, it's, it's as simple as just taking time out of your life. Do it this weekend, guys. Do it tonight. Do it as soon as possible as if your life depended on it. And why, why it's important is because I say a bucket list is a tangible life plan where our career plan or our business plan should fit into our life plan and not be the other way around. So we're really bringing home the work to live principle. And it, I say if you're engaged in your life plan, you will be engaged in your business or your career plan. You're in franchising. You know, what's the inspiration? What's the toward motivation that gets the franchisors and the franchisees and any entrepreneur or any career um, intrapreneur out of bed in the morning? It can't be just get up, pay bills and die scenario. Well, I just got to say first, my name is Tom. Hello, I'm a bucket lister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hand on heart. <laughs> I'm sure there's a flag. I'm sure there's a an oath to a flag somewhere. We've got to get one of those. That's right. I got to put one up on the on the uh, site. Yeah. But, um, be- before I forget, so you had just mentioned the website. Tell us the website again, and I'm going to, of course, put it on our on our website where we post the uh, podcast. Yeah, look, it's pretty straightforward. It's www.thebucketlistguide.com. People can go there and download the My Bucket List Blueprint. I've done a few videos around it. Get out a a pen and paper, pad and pencil, and um, watch it with someone else. Uh, Make each other accountable. Do some cool stuff together. Life's way too short. You got to make, you know, if you're not making a life, if if you're just making a living, you're just making a dying Mm. Uh, what Donald Wall said in uh, Conversations with God. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And I, I feel pretty strongly about that myself as I share with people about franchising. And, you know, I've owned and operated franchises and for the past 14 years been helping people find the right franchise for them. And I always share with them that they're, you know, it, it's so hard to kind of walk away from the job and do something. Because we're taught to go to school and get a job. We're not taught to go to school and, and you know, get a business. But I always share that, you know, as we go through the process, it's not the choice between franchise A and franchise B. It's, it doesn't come down to that. What it really comes down to is the choice between uncertainty and unhappiness. Mm. Most mm. people choose unhappiness and, and they, you know, go to the job they hate and the commute and miss the kids baseball, you know, and cricket games and, you know, whatever. And it's, um, it's a shame because it is a limited time that we all have. And we're here to have joy. We're not here to pay bills, um, but we have to pay the bills. So how do you, you know? So we have to figure out how to set that bucket list up with, um, you know, making money and paying bills, so you can, you know, have something that's going to pay for your bucket list, if you will. Yeah, and look, add to that, mate. Is the fact that yeah, I, I say a business or a career, you know, should do two things and two things only, and that is to spit out cash flow and also to spit out time flow. You know, the the beautiful thing for you to go and do the things on your bucket list. You know, we've got a reverse bucket list as a concept. We've all and we've got a future bucket list as a concept. Your you, you, your reverse bucket list is your done list, and your future bucket list is the obvious. But let's compartmentalise what our vehicle. And I think I'm a big fan of franchising, and obviously because I am 
uh, the global CEO of our bucket list coaches now. Um, you know, 12 countries after 12 months of, make, of putting this thing live. Um, with Namibia, lit, I don't even start, I think I'm saying that right. Namibia, is, it literally opened overnight. And I've been, I was in franchising for 20 years doing personal fitness training. The great thing about that is you're getting your business in a box. You're getting all the trials and errors of the people that came before you. You know, life is way too short to try and do it all yourself, to try and make all these mistakes yourself. Go get involved in something that hits your values. You're of service to the community. You know that you can wake up every single morning and uh, run with that brand and uh, just park the ego. I think for a lot of people in France, park the ego, run with it and get it to a point where it's spitting out the cash flow and the time flow for you to do the cool stuff that you want to do. Pretty straightforward. Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, in, in the United States, there's 4,000 franchises in 90 different industries. Wow. You can find something that you like. There's no yeah. question about it. I'm sure of it. <laughs> right? But then it becomes that whole, you know, how do I stop what I'm doing and what I've been taught to do to do something to follow my passion, to follow my bucket list list mm. um and that's you know and that's the kind of the crux and so you just can't do it overnight i mean I, I used to work in the new york city subway before i got into franchising i was the guy opening and closing doors and making the announcements that were inaudible back there in the <laughs> that's such a uh, well it, it it's such a natural fit to what you're doing now mate <laughs> yeah right, yeah, yeah, right. The announcements in a different way now what the hell? Yeah. I never thought about it that way. That's so funny. But the thing is, you know, like what I love about what you do, mate, is the fact that you, you're you over, you, know, you, you see it all. You can kind of take a helicopter perspective over each model and be the, the, the perfect match guy uh, as in values of the person, lifestyle choices of the person, family, and then aligning a business model to, to suit that. That's great. Yeah, it is. It, it's a blessing that I could even do this. And, you know, ha- having, you know, gone through the process myself, my wife and I went through, you know, leaving jobs to uh, own and operate franchises. And, you know, the first one was a huge success and we did really well in a smoothie franchise. And and we got into a second franchise after we sold the smoothie franchise and failed miserably. Yeah. And that's what really made me a franchise expert. <laughs> kind of crying about it then but now i look back at it 10 years later and it was a blessing that i was able to go through that and now really from the heart and from the experience show people what not to do when they're picking a franchise it's a, sure. it's a big deal in my book yeah i love it yeah for sure it's, it's really amazing to me so on the um the bucket list so what is the most common bucket list thing that you hear when, when people are talking to you? Oh, look, the, the most common thing that people associate bucket list is obviously travel. I mean, that's why we, you know, that, that, was, that was it for a lot of people when I started. And it's a big one for me as well, obviously. But the thing with travel, here's the downfall, is it does take a lot of resources. You know, I still believe in if you want something bad enough, you'll find a way. If the why is strong enough, the how will work itself out. People can be quite creative when 
their backs against the wall. Not a matter of resources, matter of resourcefulness. Mm-hmm. But we do live in a delayed gratification society. I'll be happy when syndrome, waiting for the perfect time or some day. And that's not a day of the week, by the way. So I'd rather, you know, underpinning everything that I do as the bucket list guy and, and our methodologies is positive psychology. What what helps people find more, have more meaning, more purpose and more fulfilment in their life? The fact of the matter is depression, suicide rates, unhappiness is increasing, you know, and the stats don't lie. So something is wrong. People are waiting until someday. They're waiting. They're in this delay. I'll be happy when I retire, when I finish work, when I do this thing. You know, we can't wait, guys. I'm into, don't worry, I'm into delayed gratification. I'm also into instant gratification, not in a hedonistic way, but what's wrong with being happy now? Doing some of the small things, be a tourist in your own town first before you can go and knock off some of the big things on your bucket list. It's not just about travel either. Travel is one of the 12 steps (laughs) Um, and as a result, when you start mapping this stuff out and putting the flesh on the skeleton of this My Bucket List blueprint, what happens is people realise that they can do stuff off there, they can cross stuff off their bucket list, tick it before you kick it now rather than waiting 10, 15, 20 years mm-hmm. when they possibly haven't got the health or um, the energy to do the things that they truly want to do, like right now. And it's not just about you, by the way. You know, this is about helping people realise that they are a leader in their life and they need to put their own oxygen mask on first, like we when we fly, before they can help other people. This is a self-leadership lesson to all the parents out there, to all the employers out there, um, and to all the franchisors out there as well. Set the example and have others follow that example. I say be a bucket lister and you watch the engagement levels go through the roof. Amazing. That's cool. And and so you speak at franchise conferences often, is that not right? Yeah, true. My most recent one was the FBA annual conference, their 10 annual conference uh, in Orlando there, the franchise business Association, I think it was. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I talked to you from down there actually when you were there. So that's um email. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got that right. But that was an amazing event. Met met some great people where uh we really got got some stuff happening around America um uh at the moment. So yeah, yeah. super, super grateful. Yeah, it's really awesome. Um and and I love you know, the giving aspect of, of what you teach and how, you know, the ripple effect it has uh, upon people's families and upon the workplace and, and the franchise location and the employees and everything. So, you know, good on you, as they say, down under. <laughs> good on you, mate. Yeah. The, the, we've got our, you know, we've we've got our, I'm literally in my office here. I've got a world map behind me and in front of me is a map of America with all the 
with all the states highlighted. And um, yeah, look, we're on a mission, and and we've. I mean, we're teaching this stuff. We're teaching this philosophy through our bucket list coaches. We're teaching this this stuff in in countries where where if you actually translated the word bucket list, it makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> so you know, like Portugal, we got you know Vietnam, uh, you know, down there in Mexico, Costa Rica now, uh, where she translated bucket list, it makes no freaking sense at all. So um, you know, but it still holds true. People get it. What we're trying to do through this business is actually rebrand life coaching because if you go into a networking event and you say you're a life coach, people run the other way and say, oh, there's a hippie in the room, there's a hippie in the room. So <laughs> um, we, uh, <laughs> and half the life coaches haven't got their shit taught, sorted out. I don't know if I can swear, but I just did. Um, <laughs> got this. You're from New York. What? Are you, you're all right. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> forget about it. I don't care. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but, uh, but mate, you know, like we are rebranding life coaching around the world. That's our mission. And um, the cool thing about the kids, we've got a program launching next year called BL4K that our coaches facilitate in schools. Bucket list for kids for teenagers. Mate, I've done a heap of this stuff within schools, youth groups, church groups, etc. This stuff rocks. This is a cool way of goal setting. The kids love it. They take our learnings, take it home to do with their parents. They're creating bucket list boards, reverse bucket list boards, and doing family stuff together. The coolest thing about my job, if you could call it, let's call it a mission, is that I get sent GoPro footage, you know, tagged in photos every every day now and and uh you know from years ago oh i think you know we saw you speak at our school years ago and now i'm doing this and i've had you know teenagers see me at their school uh, you know doing a talk and then literally took a gap year as a result you know before going into university and it's things like this mate that brings tears to my eyes and and now with our bucket list coaches out there teaching this stuff, they are just absolutely blown away by the kind of feedback they're getting with their clients. It's all about engagement in life and and uh, having having fun while we while we can. Because once again, life's too short. We see it on the t-shirts; it's a tattoo, but life really is way too short. Yeah, yeah. And not to live your bucket list. It's so true. It's so true. So, what what is really one myth about you know, the personal development industry that, that you would like to bust if you could right here, right now? Oh, easy. Where do I start? Um, <laughs> so I've, I, I believe that the traditional way in which personal development is, and whether we're in that, under that umbrella or not, we'll go with it. You can't get change by getting people eight foot and bulletproof on a weekend. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. You need to hold people's hand. I mean, you know, like I'm business partners with um, with uh, the founder of Action Coach. He's uh, helping us expand this around the world with Brad, and, and, and Brad's regarded as the world's number one business coach. And you know, they're in. I think they're in eighty countries, fifteen hundred coaches worldwide. Yep. 
they've made a living. He's been in business for 25 years because his coaches, as you know, all coaches hold, like like a, a professional athlete, a, a, a CEO has an executive coach. They just don't come in and do, uh, you know, do a one-off session with them and get them all pumped up and leave them. They, no, they hold their hand through the change process and that's exactly what we're doing. So we've got, we, we put typically groups of, groups of people together to learn, create and action their bucket lists together as part of our, as part of our programs. And it, and it goes over an extended period of time. You've got to hold people's hands. You've got to get them to do, uh, we've got this cool online uh, portal where it's gamified, you know, so they might do a live experience with their group and then they go home, do some home play in a flipped classroom kind of scenario and do a gamified e-learning platform in between. You do a combo, if you do a hybrid of offline learning as well as online learning and you combine the two, that right now is the most on-point way to get educational outcomes. And that's why our school system is actually changing as well and what they call the flipped classroom effect. So um, go on, look, there's always going to be a place uh, for people to go to seminars. But don't think that you can go to a seminar, like I said, get the rah-rah motivation, leave eight foot and bulletproof, and I think that you're going to change your life. Um, as much as the testimonials will suggest, most of the testimonials from most of those big speakers come as a result of doing more extended coaching relationships with clients. Yeah, I agree. Right. So, so, look, it's good. I've done it as also, but we do need to coach people more. Um, and, and, you know, I remember speaking on stage with Darren Hardy who used to run success.com and he, uh, he's interviewed the best, best people in the world for that magazine and uh, uh, he went, I was, I was on, no, I was on after him. He was a freaking hard act to follow down there in San Diego <laughs> and um, two completely different speakers, but he had some really interesting stats to share. Something like 85% of people who go to seminars don't do shit with it. <laughs> that's right. So that's interesting, isn't it? That's why people need, you know, uh, are needing to go back in and get that fix again, you know, and, and that's not really how this stuff should be taught. Yeah, I found myself doing the same thing going over and over and over again and not uh, putting into action what I learned. And I have, you know, CDs on top of CDs on top of books. <laughs> yeah. Mate, well, I'm old enough to have, uh, well, not anymore, but tapes uh, yeah, right. under my CDs. And, you know, so. <laughs> I have that. I, I do have a lot of that. I got the old zigzag yeah. tapes. Uh, That's it. Yeah. Shelf help, mate. Shelf help. You're <laughs> right. <laughs> that's so cool yeah. um yeah and so you were talking about just to clarify brad sugars of uh the founder of action coach which uh has many action coach coaches um in the united states and again that's how i found travis bell actually was uh through an action coach friend of mine uh, here on long island in new york and mm. he turned me on to uh trav's um ted talk and and i was captivated and here it is a year later, finally got uh, 
Trav on my podcast. So this is cool. And, um, and you know, just to continue, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the same thing in my franchise coaching where, you know, once somebody buys a franchise, it doesn't end with me. I continue to coach them on a quarterly basis on how to um, be a top performer in their franchise. Cool. And this is something that I don't know anybody else is doing. And, um, and that's where the Franchise Academy comes in. That's, that's what that's all about. Cool. I want to ask you um, to share, maybe if you could, a piece of advice that was the best advice that you've gotten so far in life. Oh, best advice. Uh, well, <clears throat> I've... <sighs> I, I've sort of taken my own advice, and it sounds um, a little bit weird here. The the thing that's really opened me up, Tom, is the fact that I talk about legacy as part of you know the, the my bucket list blueprint is an acronym, and the L stands for leave a legacy. You know, how do you want to be remembered after your time is up? How do you want to be um, you know one year, ten years, fifty, a hundred years after your time is up? Me being a speaker, you know, I realized a number of years ago that I can only help so many people while I'm here. You know, I reckon I'm not bad from a stage, but right. one advice, one piece of advice that I have received is the fact that remove your ego, um, remove your ego from, from and just start helping people. Um, one of the things that got, you know, had me, you know, come unstuck and go into depression was I was making a lot of ego-based decisions in my life, mm-hmm. letting go, doing some work around that, not leading with that as a red-blooded fit male, that's pretty hard to let, ex-athlete, it's pretty hard to let go. And have more less abundant, you know, less scarcity thinking, more abundant thinking. And now, what I do is egoless and more about legacy. How many people can I affect while I'm here? Not for me, but literally for the for the world. So I've I've had a big shift from me to we, so to speak, um, and. I'm going to say one of the best pieces of advice as well, come to think of it, apart from that, was to anyone out there who's listening, who's just starting, whether it be a business or just starting to get, um, you know, find their, find their passion or whatever it might be, or even if you're stuck in a rut, is go help, go help someone. Like go help something with your your product or your service. Like today, go help one person. I started my personal training business by helping one person. I tell this story about Heather and 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 um, I helped her, and I treated her like gold. She referred everyone in the English speaking language to my personal training business when I was twenty one, <laughs> and I and I grew that business from one client from Heather through to a chain of uh, to a chain of personal training studios around Australia um, and did uh, nearly two million personal training sessions 
and help tens of thousands of clients and their families, you know, get motivated towards health and fitness. Man, I love it. That's and awesome. the thing is that we've got our reptilian brain that will always try and keep us safe. So there's always that doubting Thomas. There's always that doubter sitting there on one shoulder saying, who do you think you are? You know, what gives you the right to go out there and play big? You should play small. You're going to get hurt out there. Just, you know, keep in your comfort zone. Right. But a coach once said to me, um, go out and start helping people with your product and service and go out and help those people and just wait for the feedback to come. But wait for the feedback. And before you know it, that feedback, that positive reinforcement of what you're putting out in the world, that noise will drown out and silence the doubting noise in your head. And I want to pay that forward. Well said. Love that. Love that. So kind of tying it all together here, um, want to know if you had any, you know, good books to recommend, uh, anything that's on your hot list these days? Well, these days, one of the books I just picked up here, it's right next to me, has been for years, is Happier by Tel Ben-Shahar. Mm. Uh, in it, this was life-changing. When I look back on it now, it's like, oh, that was weird that you, you got into that so much. But, you know, these books have an impact on us at certain times of our life. This one, Happier by Tel Ben-Shahar, is a positive psychologist. He, uh, he um, got taught under Seligman. Uh, the author of Authentic Happiness and arguably the founder of Positive Psychology. He's got this process. It's a Venn diagram of three intersecting circles and the circles are what gives you meaning, what gives you pleasure and what are your strengths and in the middle is your calling. He calls it the MPS process. I did this process years ago and I got, believe it or not, motivation speaker <laughs> i'm like oh great that's my actual calling in life uh so I, I that was one of the tipping points for me for for getting into what i'm doing today um that's great and and look what else have i got uh oh now you've you've put me on the spot now look you know what i i love him or hate him grant cardone's be obsessed or be average okay you don't really need to read the book because it kind of says it. Um, but he gave, personally, he gives me license in that to be a lunatic in every area of my life. <laughs> you know, don't he, I, I don't believe in work-life balance. I think that's a bullshit term that was thrown around in the 80s and 90s just to make people feel better. Because if you're obsessed about something, there is no balance. Let's be honest. Right. I believe in work-life blend these days, not work-life balance, work-life blend. And I'm sure that a few listeners can appreciate that. But Grant, in that book, gives people the license to just be obsessed about everything. But when you're obsessed about something, your tunnel vision, you know, it might be your family, it might be your fitness, it might be your business, trying to balance the two. There is no such thing as balance when you're obsessed about something, let's be honest. So he just goes, all right, well, be obsessed about everything. And I like that. (laughs) I like that too. And, And But on the balancing side, rather than books, I love the app Headspace. 
for med- meditation, mate. I, I, I do five gratitudes every single night before going to bed. It's been my, um, my go-to to switch off my monkey mind at the end of the day. And um, that's been, I've been doing that since, you know, I went through depression. That's been unreal. And um, I also like Headspace, the app, to help me get centred and, and uh, do a bit of meditation 10, 20 minutes a day to refocus. I, I kind of, I, I do that around lunchtime um, before I start doing meetings with clients. So I'm so present. I've done my to-do list in the morning. I sort of do my stuff in the morning and then their stuff in the afternoon, if you know what I mean. So, nice. uh, and that allows me to really be present with them, which has been great. Well, that is awesome. Great stuff. I mean, um, and I just re-signed up for another year of uh, Headspace myself just the other day. So just love that one. Cool, man. Kind of to end the whole thing, I wanted to see if you had um, a parting piece of guidance uh, and also tell us the best way people could uh, find you and connect with you. Um, Look, the... That that's easy, you know. They can they can contact me. I I do. I'm just kind of everywhere at the moment. I'm uh, obviously LinkedIn, which is kind of how we connected. Trav Bell, the bucket list guy on LinkedIn, and at Trav Bell on Instagram. Trav Bell, the bucket list guy, Facebook, and uh, oh, people can you know connect with me through uh, direct messaging if they need to, and um, and. Uh, thebucketlistguy.com and, and and I really do encourage people and you can you can unsubscribe as soon as you get it guys <laughs> so <laughs> it's cool we're not gonna you'll 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 be on our list uh, uh, you know after you download the my bucket list blueprint but that, that's yours to keep that's everyone's you know I want I really want to help people um uh, and I want to oh, oh, please if you do something with it get some selfies Take pictures of yourself, you know, doing your bucket list. Tick it before you kick it. That's what it's all about. I want to oh, – please brag to me. Brag to me and Tom. That's what it's all about. That's awesome. Look, me, I, you know, I can't encourage people to – can't encourage people enough to just get off the fence, make the decision. The fence is a really pointy, sharp kind of thing to sit on, so get off it. And you need to make a decision and fail forward faster. Life is really, really short. Look, I hung out the last two days. I hung out with my best mate, stage four brain cancer. His name's um, Cam. Now, Cam, I've done Burning Man with. I've done his his amazing human being. I've only known him uh, for about seven years. He's had cancer for about that time. He's he was diagnosed. Uh, he was given six months at first diagnosis. He's gone six and a half years past his use-by date. He's now, in the, I believe, in the last legs. Left side is gone. Tumor has got, got a little friend that's not so little anymore and taken out his left side. Guys, he's a, a black belt, fourth Dan black belt in karate. He's set up dojos all around Melbourne here. Um, he set up a superhero program for kids. He's the founder of an anti-bullying um, not-for-profit. I'm helping him co-write a book that the proceeds will go through to that as part of his legacy. I just hung out with him the last couple of days. I leave every single time, last few times, going, will this be the last photo I have with Ken? 
Um, I refer to Cam. Uh, you know, we've done some crazy shit together, by the way. You know, like I said, Burning Man, Kokoda in Papua New Guinea, Inca Trail, um, you know, and, and travel all around the world together. Um, you don't need too many more reminders, guys. We've all got a cam in our life. Yep. We need to really feel the impact of what it would honestly be like if you got given a use-by date. For people that haven't had that epiphany yet, that wake-up call, that emotional slap yet, it's coming. It's coming. I don't care who you are, how invincible you think you are, how much of a superman or superwoman you think you are, something's coming. Hurry the hell up, get on with it, and, and build this vehicle to produce what it needs to produce so you can you know so you and your family can enjoy the rest of your time that you've got done yeah it's right it's um yeah (laughs) life is too short i mean you can't say it enough and uh and you'll always regret the things that you didn't do not the things that you did do yep and don't blame me don't blame tom it's your life that's right get on with it all right, right. Stop smoking hopium and hoping that your life is going to change because you're. I like that. I like. I saw that the other day, man. That was good. I like the hopium. <laughs> Thank you. I will quote you on when I use that. I will quote you on when, when I use that. Yeah, I like that. You want you say it three times, then you own it. So it's cool. Yeah, that, that's it. It's called research. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, man. I really appreciate you being on here. Um, I know it's uh, in the morning for you over there and. Uh, evening for us so i just really appreciate you and uh appreciate everything that you're doing out there the ripple effect and uh, i'm going to post everything on our website thefranchiseacademy.com and um you'll be able to see all of trav's information please visit the website check out his ted talk it is just awesome and you'll love it so uh thanks again mate thanks mate i can't wait to see you up there in new york sometime absolutely we will connect and we will have a beer Oh, look out. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. All right, man. Be well. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising. Education, insight, and inspiration.